Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm right here, boss, man. I got this, yeah. Ankle Pickers, welcome back. We have fight week coming up for UFC 259, and we are just stoked to be here. We've got the usual set to spread grouping of humans on the pod this week. Dan in my upper left, Reese in my upper right. How you boys doing? We're doing good. We're doing better than ever. I mean, I actually can't think of a better week. Start of March, spring's coming around, but UFC 259. Three title fights on the main card this week should be an awesome, awesome week coming off of a little bit of a, maybe a downer of a card with a bunch of decisions last week, but we'll get to recapping that one in our regularly scheduled programming later this week. For now, let's jump right in. Let's set some spreads. Reese with a 2-1 year-long lead. Yep. Want to make sure I got that one in there. I want to make sure you got that in. Okay. Dan trying to even it up. First fight of the main card. We've got a light heavyweight bout. Alexander Rakic and Tiago Santos. Reese with the lead. You kick us off. Okay. Rakic Santos. Whew. So to, to, just to inform everybody here, obviously I'm very – I know a lot about a lot of these guys or all these guys, but I have done zero taping this week. So I got to think – because I didn't want to accidentally peep the spread. So I have zero clue on anything, but this fight underratedly might be my, the one I'm most excited for. Um, obviously other than the main event, I know the other fight title fights would be good, but Nunez, I mean, if she's going to crush and then Jan, I'm excited for the, all right, I'm excited for a lot of these fights. This one's tough. I, I think Rakic is going to actually matchup wise is going to be okay here. I think it's going to be Santos is the favorite, but not by as much as I initially wanted. I would, I wanted to throw a two in front of it. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say Santos minus 160. I think you're giving me a free point here. Uh, I agree with everything you said. If you like light heavyweights and you like kickboxing, this is your card. Uh, this might be the matchup, like ignoring Izzy for the best kickboxer in light heavyweight. Uh but I have to think that Vegas is favoring Rakich just because yes. Tiago's on a two-fight losing streak. I know. Dude, this sport is such a victim of recency bias. You can't think that Vegas is on the guy coming off two-fight losing streak, even though his last victory is over the champ. Yeah, but who do you think – assuming we are doing this I do Monday. think that Tiago is probably a better kickboxer. But I think that the line has to favor the guy who's had one loss in his last, what, like 10 he lost to Volkan. He just lost to Volkan Ozdemir. But what I'm thinking is, who's where would the public have bet this line? Let's just say it's even. Let's just say. You think people are – not Vegas. You think people are pushing it towards Rakic? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't I don't know. I think I'm going to end up being on Tiago. Santos is ranked two and Rakic is ranked four, which I know the rankings mean nothing. I'm saying more just – I see Rakic minus 120. I don't think it's even. I think it's slightly more – Okay. And I I'm think this is a free point I, I just based it, on recency bias. This sport time. loves recency bias. Yeah. I mean, I, 115 each way, I don't know where I'm picking. It's just more I, – I thought that what you saw the opposite of, I thought people slash Vegas were going to fade or favor Santos. 
point DK, free one at that. After opening at minus 265 rakeage, he's come down to minus 155. That's whoever a lot of movement, it, but that started whoever crazy. Got the, whoever got the other side of that? Santos at what? Plus what? Plus two. Whatever it was. Look at his chops. Yeah. It. Holy shit. Two sixty-five. Danny, you can take that point. I'll admit Love it. it. That's your point. Second fight of the main card. We've got a lightweight bout. Drew Dober and Islam Makachev. DK, go. I'm really excited for this one because I'm a big Drew Dober fan, but I'm also really worried for this one because I'm a big Drew Dober fan. Um, I think I made this joke a couple of weeks ago, just in our group message, but this is the epitome of like, I, I want Khabib Gaethje too. And my mom says we have Khabib Gaethje too at home. And this is what we have Khabib Gaethje. It's obviously uh, Islam is one of the main training partners of Khabib. Drew Dober is one of the main trading partners of Gaethje out of elevation. You're going to see Whitman versus, um, oh, it's flanking me. Um, You're going to see Gate. What'd you say? Uh, who's uh, Javier Mendez? That's what I was thinking of. Uh, Whitman versus Javier Mendez, another just great rematch of their those two minds. Uh, but stylistically, this is a tough one for Drew Dober. I've got to assume that Khabib's protege is favored, a guy that DC has been vocal that would beat Khabib in a straight wrestling match. I'm going to go with Islam minus 250. Yeah. You, I like Drew Dober a lot. I thought I was going to steal some points here. It. I thought I was going to steal some points here. I, I knew how you felt about Dober. You have not made it a secret. He's a great fighter, too. But I, I don't see – so Dober was a guy who I was just talking before we started recording about the, if there was a most improved fighter award for the UFC. You know, Drew Dober is a guy who over the last couple of years has really found himself pulling up upsets and continuing to raise through the rankings. I know he was a dog against Nazrat Hackprass, KO'd him. He could have even been a dog against Alexander Hernandez. Probably was. In all I honesty. think he was. Yeah. So you're watching a guy who's continuously getting overlooked and riding through the rankings. I don't see him getting that respect just yet, though, because of, of who he drew here. I mean, Islam Makachev is a freak, like Danny's said. And I, I don't want to price his right him, but I coming in here, I had 240. Um I, and I almost want to take over Danny's 250. I, I think I came in low, but I'll go with what I had coming in. I'm going to go 240 Islam Makachev. But I think Danny's going to get the point. I think Being I just, the honorable man that Reese is, he's going to cost himself a point. Yep. Fuck! Dude, I was worried. I thought it was going to be under. I thought I was going to be under. What is it? 335. Yeah, fuck. I wanted to say 260, and I was like, you know what? I wrote 240 coming in. I'm not going to change on the limb. God damn. Danny it's come Danny, back a little bit from minus 400, by the way. Danny I mean, Islam hasn't fought in like two years though. Right. It's more just what we know there is. Plus Dober is always going to get overlooked. It's not that he's not phenomenal. It's just more like the style he brings and the type of fight he brings. It's like, I don't think people consider him a title contender. At least I, I, I am looking for that fight to include a lot of Dober head or uh, not head uh, calf kicks and maybe slow things down, maybe limit the ability to shoot. Also, there might be a chance Drew Dober's on my card. Um, uh, it, it looks like it was a year and a half ago. He's had a couple cancel bouts in a row. 
Alexander Hernandez, and then two against RDA. His last fight was September 2019, so about a year and a half ago. For Islam Makachev, that is. Oh, awesome. So let's get into the title fights. The first of three on the main card. I'm fucked, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Reese, you're playing from a deficit here for sure. We have a bantamweight title fight. Piotr Jan and Aljamain Sterling. This one's been a long time coming, but finally supposedly happening this week. And Reese, pick a good one here. And let's be, we got to be, we, we were talking about it before the pod, but we got to be careful about Piotr Jan and Jan Blahovich because that's just going to get confusing all week. So we're going to call Piotr and Jan, and Jan is going to be Blahovich and Piotr is going to be Piotr Jan. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> cleared my throat because I know I'm about to get screwed on this one. This is one of those that I don't see me betting unless one of them becomes like a, a dog over 1.5 um, plus 150. I, I, I think both, this is going to be an absolute fight. I really do, especially seeing what Aljo did to Sandhagen. I know losing to Marais didn't age as well as it, as, as it was at the time, but Aljo, in my opinion, is like far and away the top bantamweight contender. Piotr Jan ran through this ranking so fast, and he's I've never seen him under minus 200, even against Aldo. So I... I honestly want to come in here saying minus 200. I just like, that seems too high for me, but Piotr's got to be, got to be the favorite. And I'm thinking if it's over plus 150 for Aljo, I'm betting Aljo. So I'm going to say it's under plus 150 for Aljo. So let's go minus 160 for Piotr Jan, plus 140 Aljo. That's, that's the line right there. I feel like I'm doing the same thing that you just did. Uh, I echo a lot of your same thoughts. I think I'm a bigger Piotr Jan fan than you, and I want to go over. The number I have written down is 140. Um, and this is one that I actually think I'm going to play. I think that I have a better – I'll get into it on the episode, but the key matchup in the, these guys – or the, the key tape to tape is that Magomed Magomedov too? I literally could have filled those in. You could have stopped talking. I could have said he's going to say the key fight is a Magomed Magomedov I'll get into it on the real episode, but Magomed is a legit grappler yeah, of the same exact caliber as Aljo. And the adjustments that Piotr made in that matchup are just like mind-blowingly mastermind, like levels above things that I've seen. So this one's probably going to end up on my card because I assume that it's going to be close to even, and I love Piotr Jan. So are you doing the 140, or are you going to yeah. go yeah. 140? This oh, one is over early. God damn it. DK takes a 3-0 lead. Minus 115 Jan right now. Minus 105, Al- minus 105 Aljo. 115? Pause the pod, rip a bet. Pause the pod, rip the bet. <laughs> Pause the pod, rip a bet. <laughs> Piotr opened at minus 145 that. and it's come back just a little bit, but minus 115 where he's at right now. Yeah. I, the logic, honestly, of the, if either of them hit plus 150 I'm riding is, is the truth. And I'm not surprised that it's just hovering in that range of like 135 each way. Like I'm going that, straight to the third party tracker the second we stop hitting or we hit stop on the recording. That 115 in. Oh yeah. I love that number. Yeah, and I love Piotr's grappling. It's underrated because he hasn't shown it in the UFC. But 
the dude is the full package. That's a little bit of disrespect on Jan's name. I agree with you. Jan, Jan's the full package. And he also, we know for a fact that he can go five hard rounds and not gas. I mean, that's five not- hard rounds with a wet blanket grappler. Yeah, he can. Yeah. He's I done like twice. It. I'm with you. We're, we're going to have to, if we were listening right now, we're pausing the pod, ripping the bat. Well, we can pause the pod and bring out our calculator for the next line. Women's featherweight title fight, Amanda Nunes and Megan Anderson. Uh, Dan, your turn to lead us off with the uh, game in hand already. Just pick how high of a minus yeah, you can go. Yeah, how high is Amanda going to be? Um, I think in her last fight, she was around like 900, maybe 950. <sighs> Another one on the street. You want to assume that there's more. <laughs> but I think I'm just going to stick right there uh nuna is 950 that still seems crazy usually what happens in these big lines is they start off too small people bet them all the way up until they're to the point where you're like how can anyone lay that and then it slowly fades back down going into the night i think we're at that peak point right now fuck it amanda nunez minus 1150 (laughs) (laughs) would that even make uh Megan, would that be like plus six fifty? They would just juice uh, the shit out of it. That's not even fun. We're not even gonna believe it. Minus eleven fifty, Amanda Nunes. Oh, on the button. <laughs> plus seven fifty, Megan Anderson. Reese is taking a victory lap around the room. If only that gave me extra points. <laughs> <laughs> I've oh. seen it too many times. It happened with Shevchenko. Eleven fifty. You think it yeah. hits twelve? Maybe. And then it's going to close at like Amanda minus like 850 every time. It opened up even minus 1,000. Yeah. And let me give you – and are you betting Megan Anderson plus 750? I'm not. No. (laughs) No. I don't like to burn money, and I wouldn't recommend any of our listeners do it. Nope. All right. Main event, light heavyweight title fight. First UFC fight for Israel Adesanya at light heavy against – the current light heavy champ, Jan Blahovich. Reese kick things off. So just full disclosure, Danny and I were talking pre-pod about, I was wondering if either of us had any hints just from being in the Twitter sphere, reading news, stuff like that. And we both were talking about how we don't know the line exactly, but we have an idea uh, just from a couple weeks ago or maybe around when it opened. I've definitely seen it. Yeah. I, so I – don't know the line exactly, but I know it's going to be Izzy in the minus 200s. And I know I'm taking Jan. I'm going to say Izzy minus 210, Jan plus 180. And I think I'm going to hammer Jan for the net worth. I had a uh, minus 250 written down. So I might give you a little bit more value on that Jan bet. Yeah, please. How's that action for me? Minus 230. So we're going to split that point right down the middle. Minus oh. 210 and minus 250, yeah. That was not rehearsed, ladies and gentlemen. Izzy opened at minus 250. It's come back just barely to minus 230, but there's been some movement. I yeah, think I saw the opening. Up. That movement That's was the... my bet. That movement was my bet. Wow, this is going to be such a fun card. Yeah, I know. I can't even believe we just it. Re- we just went over the main card and didn't talk about Dominic Cruz? Yeah, I know. We're talking we... about Joe Benavidez? Hey, you know what? Let's let's throw him a quick. Just because Casey Kenny's a big winner on this pod, let's throw. I don't have you seen that line yet. I'm, no, I have I'm, no idea what it is. I've got it up here. Who wants? Yeah, it toss us a freebie here because I Casey Kenny's been a big winner on our pod, and obviously Don Dom Cruz, the Hall of Famer, he is. 
You want it or you want to talk it through? I want it. I want it. Let's let's let's. Casey Kenny minus one thirty. Oh, I thought you meant. I would never have guessed that. I would have guessed Dominic Cruz is the favorite. Yeah, I would have. I would have also I, throwing some yeah. disrespect on his name. I'm probably betting Cruz there. Fuck, and I love Casey Kenny. It's tough because Dominic Cruz doesn't have a win since 2016. The king of non-believing in ring rust. This got is absolutely crazy. scorched against Sean, Sean Brady is on the early prelims against Jake Matthews. That's a fight. There's so many fights. This is this is going to be a card. Buckle up, people. This is a big one. All right. That's a pretty damn good transition into our regularly scheduled programming this week. I got a feeling it'll be a longer one. So buckle up, as Reese noted. We'll uh we're coming at you with a lot of information this week. 15 fights currently scheduled, and you know, doing that with the hope that they all fight, but likelihood that some get scratched along the way. And I know that DK was just mentioning earlier before we hit record how he doesn't want to see any single fight not be fought. So I love this card. I want every I want this card to exist in real life. I don't want those scratches, no illnesses on the day of weigh-ins. Everyone make weight, please. Tune in, people. Tune in Wednesday or Thursday for the regular scheduled programming. Resign Oh, oh. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.